हेलो पीपल गुड मॉर्निंग नमस्कार आई एम रशीद कपन वेलकमिंग यू बैक टू डी एच रेडियो इन दिस एपिसोड डी एच रेडियोज विवेक मैसूर स्पीक्स टू कैराम वाशी ऑन द ईयर दैट वॉज फॉर कनाडा सिनेमा इन ट्वेंटी Thank you so much Rashid so in this episode of DH Radio I have with me Kairam Washi an experienced YouTube reviewer and writer on entertainment he will be talking about everything that happened in the year 2021 for the Kannada film industry Hello sir welcome to the show so uh, yeah let me begin uh, this conversation with a memory it kind of tells us how 2021 was divided into two parts so it was april and uh, puneet rajkumar's yuvaratna had got a terrific opening as expected but within 8 uh, to 9 days the movie was already on amazon prime video and uh, soon after that theaters were shut the second wave of the pandemic was like you know deadlier than the first right there was a big question mark on the release of all the marquee films so from that uncertain position uh, to having witnessed all major releases barring say uh, 777 charlie or an avatar purusha this year has been a roller coaster ride for the kannada film industry so in such an action packed year i want you to pick uh, some of the best theatrical releases and also talk about movies that kind of could have been better and uh, failed to meet expectations so let me start with a small disclaimer i am reasonably good with asking questions and hosting interviews however because i am on the other side now i must warn the listeners that my answers may not be very entertaining or you know strongly opinionated uh, with that disclaimer let me now get to answering your question instead of looking at it as you know films that were good and films that weren't that great i will talk about it in the sense of films that worked for me and films that didn't work for me or films that worked for me and films that showed promise and could have pushed the envelope further but somehow fell short of its own potential yeah beginning with you know such films which showed potential but fell short of itself let me go to yuvaratna first now this was two films within one in my opinion one before the pathashala song and one after if the entire film was as intentional and gripping as it was after the pathashala song it would have been a solid entertainer according to me and in that sense because of all that bulk before the crux of the film which was the song uh, happened i think it fell short of what its potential was so next i'll, I'll go to kotiko patri with sudeep writing the story and it being a sort of a continuation of the enjoyable kotiko patu k3 had a lot of potential but ended up being a largely underwhelming film you see for a commercial entertainer like k3 music plays a very important role and the songs also weren't that pleasing or catchy for the audience and i'm not saying music or songs could have really redeemed this film but you know they have at least kept the excitement uh, with the audience going through the entire two and a half hour journey i'm not saying it's a bad film but for what k2 was 
K3 should have been much better. And like I said, underwhelming is the word that comes to mind whenever I think of K3. Moving over to Bhajrangi 2, I would have put this film in the list of films that worked for me, but for some parts of the first half and the regular climax. The visual effects, the fantasy elements and the entire Dhanvantri clan episodes, right? They, according to me, were the highlights of this film because the way that entire story around the Dhanvantri episode was built was something very exciting, very refreshing to see, very novel in a way and very fresh as far as uh, Kannada film narratives are concerned. Yeah, I mean, there were a few portions that absolutely didn't work for me and absolutely looked dated already. But uh, Bhajrangi 2, for all of those shortcomings, I still felt was a good film. And I, you know, sort of hope that a lot more people actually watched it. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, like you said, the ideas and writing were better in the second half. Yeah. Absolutely. Bhajrangi 2, I would say, marked the sort of upgrade and the update that Harsha and team sort of pulled off on themselves. Bhajrangi, for whatever blockbuster success it saw, or that's what I hear, I felt most part of it almost unbearable and cringy. Right? So considering that, I thought uh, Bhajrangi 2 was a big, big, big upgrade. Next, I'll move on to a film that may surprise at least some of the listeners to sort of even see it make to this list, right? Premam Pujiam. Now, this was a very self-indulgent film in multiple aspects. Plus, I had issues with a characterization of the hero. But to its credit, this film had one distinct feature. And that was very surprising to see from a debutant director, which is the director somehow seemed to have all the conviction about what experience he wanted to leave the audience with. Right? So if you watch Premam Pujyam right from frame one to the last frame, right, there is one constant undercurrent experience that he has maintained throughout. And that I thought was, you know, only credit to the conviction that the director had. I felt it was mostly semi-autobiographical as well. And perhaps that is why he sort of blindly believed in it. Plus also that could be the reason for the self-indulgence as well. But nevertheless, if movies are to be looked at as events or you know, if at all you want to call it art, which leaves the audience with an experience. I think Premam Pujiam, on that count, I think it did well. Of course, you may have hundreds of issues with the film, but I'm putting it in this list because it, of course, you know, the, the visuals were fantastic. Were they all required is a different question, but at least the visuals were fantastic. The songs, again, right, uh, hit and miss, a few were okay, a few were not so good. But yet, be it in the visuals, be it in the costumes, be it in most part of the dialogues and be it in the entire story itself, right? That undercurrent experience is something that uh, the director kept intact. And that's why I'm putting it in the list of films that showed potential. Yeah. And you rate it more than Bajrangi 1, like in terms of how it was mounted. 
Correct. And and that's what I had also mentioned in my review that if you're going to like it, you love it, or you're going to completely come out fully disappointed and you'll shun the movie for the rest of your life. That's the polarizing effect that Prima Pujam could have. Uh, now moving on to the films that mostly worked for me in in the earlier list as well. I think I followed the release order. That is what I'll follow here as well. So I'll I'll begin with Hero. While the Malayalam industry was belting out OTT releases, we seem to be sitting at home watching their films, right? But Rishabh Shetty and team braved the odds, took off on this adventure, and delivered a complete film. Was it a great film? Obviously not. But all kudos for them dreaming bold and big in times of adversity. After all. in any art art form you want to keep pushing the boundaries and that is an innate quality of an artist i believe and the art form as well so pushing the boundaries not being okay with status quo right all of these according to me are some sort of traits that an artist has so on those lines uh, hero gets all my sort of respect and not to discount that it was not at all a bad film Yeah, I think is one kind of a movie that will work strongly with one set of an audience. Absolutely. So all credit to that team for pulling it off, right? So next is Robert. Some didn't agree with me or didn't expect such a review from me, but this was <laughs> a film that was mounted and manufactured well. I am deliberately using the word manufactured, right? It was a hundred percent uh, paisa vasool commercial entertainer, as far as I am concerned. Robert was uh, one film. Now, drawing a parallel with Kodigo Batri, Robert was that one film which proved what songs can do to a film and how songs can contribute to the success of a film, right? And to which I think uh, credit should be given to Arjun Janya. Yeah, yeah. In recent times, I think one of the best albums of uh, Arjun Janya's. Yeah. So, moving on to the next one in the list of films that mostly worked for me, I place a. Uh, Books at a Lifeu in that list. You know, I must admit I have a soft corner for smaller budget films which have, uh, you know, the heart in the right place. Late Sanchari Vijay, Achyut, Rangayana Raghu, and the director Arvind Kuplikar himself, all theatre actors, you know, and they made this film an enjoyable one. I think this film is available on Z5. So you know, if you get a time, so this is to all listeners. Please do watch it. Yes, yes, yeah. It's streaming on Z5. I will next move on to Garuda Gamana Vrishabha Vahana, which was the clear winner this year. Of course, we still have a week more to go, and you know, a few more, a couple of more releases to watch out for. But then, I am almost certain that perhaps this will be the clear winner this year. Uh, kudos to Rajbi Shetty and his team for making such a big genre shift from Ondu Motte Kathe form. made this film's content great and that is my sort of summary of this film that it was the form over substance or i mean it was style over substance but that's not to say that substance wasn't good substance was good but style made it made the substance great right i'm i'm also very happy that it also did financially very well um, just goes to show again that good content will make good money as well exactly Totally agree with you. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it was a great jump from Rajbi Shetty to make a very simple movie. Technically, 
to make such a superior movie in terms of form right and you know lastly i'll put drishya 2 as well in the list of course after having watched drishyam 2 and drishya in kannada i had very little doubt about drishya 2 and they did deliver as expected is it as good as the original no but is it a great sequel for drishya yes also the writing is so strong that there was no reason why it wouldn't be a good film so that's my list of films that one showed promise but fell short and the second bunch of films were you know films that mostly worked for me right that was a nice uh, wrap up sir you know from theaters i'll now move on to the ott space kannada cinema is still trying to establish itself strongly in the streaming world right you know it's still a work in progress yet we had two films that were watched enjoyed and even discussed by the audience this year so uh, what do you think like can the success of ikkat and ratnan prapancha change the fortunes of kannada cinema on ott yeah so honestly regardless of how well or not well ikkat and ratnan prapancha did this change is inevitable and kfi has to wake up at least now if it wants to sort of survive and live up to the standards that most of us are expecting it to you know go to right so it has become so evident especially in kfi that after the first weekend earnings from theaters becomes drastically negligible so ott as an alternate medium it is inevitable but there are two major challenges for kfi in that regard one we need better content better writing better direction better performances if ott thrives on good content we can't keep releasing mediocre content just because someone's willing to buy the film even if it means for dirt cheap rates right more of mediocre content will push the kannada audience away from ott mind you there are not a lot of them yet who are sort of signing up for all of these platforms and all of that also the other peril here is more of mediocre content will also make sure that the ott platforms don't buy our films so it's a twofold issue there more of mediocre content will push the audience away more of mediocre content will also push the ott platforms away so we got to be very mindful of that and the second major challenge is most of our young new heroes are aiming to join the top league of mass heroes and that doesn't augur well for kannada films and ott because these heroes are trying to make inroads for themselves into the top league and for them to do that at least for the time being theatrical releases films becoming hits in theaters is still very much required right so are they signing up for ott sort of subjects i am not so sure yet and if at all this major shift in kannada films has to happen the the mid tier stars right have to be mid tier heroes let me put it that way they heroes heroines whoever right they have to be the flag bearers of this change and it depends on how they are looking at their own you know sort of futures if they want to become these big mass heroes then i am a little skeptical if they will be okay with these ott releases 
you have raised two important points one is that uh, you need to understand that the ott world is a different world so uh, content creation has to be kept with this in mind and we need more writers suitable for the platforms writers and even ideas for that matter and uh, like you said you know uh, we need somebody like a dhananjaya who is kind of emerged as as the star who could work in any format so more such stars will kind of drive the uh, you know kannada cinema's presence on ott platforms right and it's also important to note that no major change happens overnight or with a couple of films we need like i was mentioning in some other discussion that for us to see better writing and for us to sort of have a stance in the south indian stage you know saying that hey we are not the last of the lot we also have an equal right at the table we need films good films on a continuous basis for instance if at all we we talk about 2022 i don't know how realistic it would be but we need at least 20 good films and if we are making 200 films is it too much of an expectation to say at least 10% of it should be good films right so we need at least 20 films like garuda gamana and that we need to see uh, for the next few years for us to also have a major stake at the table otherwise it's only going to be these Uh, very very rare happenings of the like of kgf for people to sort of look at as and say okay hey these guys also exist right i mean consistency matters there's no two ways about it so this discussion will not be complete without talking about a tragedy right like i'm not sure how many years we will take to get over the root shock of puneet rajkumar passing away so we read wonderful tributes on the power star of sandalwood and many of his dreams were discussed by industry members and uh, family alike so how much will his death impact the kannada film industry yeah so it was indeed a rude shock so rude that we still haven't gotten over it uh, when you watch his songs or scenes even today it's hard to accept that he's gone right but coming back to the question we can look at it from three spots or you know vantage points if you will one films he had signed two the kannada film industry three his family fans and the rest of the audience right as far as the films he had signed are concerned this is a very big blow they will have to either shelve the project or have another actor step in mind you the financial repercussions could be quite severe in such cases as for kfi prk productions which had produced or supported some good films needs to continue doing that not just that he used to you know also sing for many films most of them with relatively unknown names and those songs did a world of good for such films right now that's uh, also a loss but barring these right this is the showbiz and the show will go on and finally for his family i can't even imagine how big uh, this loss is same goes for his fans as well right for the rest of the audience we are going to miss a great dancer a thorough gentleman in public and a superstar 
who was rooted and perhaps hence accessible as well i think the biggest respect we can give puneet rajkumar is to kind of have an industry that everybody are proud of and you know make good films and like you said there is no replacement right like die hard fans and family so uh, that is kind of part of the reality karam sir to wrap it up you know i hope we witness an exciting year again we are all waiting for the release of kgf chapter 2 which is the most awaited event of 2022 in kannada cinema but apart from the magnus open we do have sudeep's uh, vikrant rona you know which is carrying immense hype and uh, then there is rakshit shetty's uh, twin films triple seven charlie and saptasagar dache yellow you know r chandru's kabza starring upendra and sudeep is uh, creating buzz so according to you what are the challenges the industry must conquer and uh, what should movie goers look forward to from the industry sure so firstly i have a good feeling about these films especially vikrant rona triple seven charlie and sapta sagar dachiello i guess they won't disappoint uh, but i hope it doesn't end just there right and i sincerely wish uh, kabza also shapes up well uh, it's sort of a new territory for r chandru and i hope he is sort of spent enough time in equipping himself for the challenge right but kudos to him for sort of taking it up in the first place but it's not enough if only a few films do well like i was saying earlier you know with that as the pretext i would like to sort of touch upon the challenges that kfi will now have to conquer right uh, sooner the better the first one could be the wannabe culture we always seem to be heavily influenced and in the wrong way from other successes right why others you know take our own kgf for example um, haven't you seen many kannada films now wanting to be a kgf yes yeah i mean it's like you know the influence is very evidently seen on such films yeah correct it will help if we understand success from its roots than sort of trying to quickly replicate it that's my opinion right we need more and more solid writers to emerge and for that to happen at least for some time we need to avoid remakes or reduce the percentage drastically so that uh, original content can come out and through that new writers right we could we could explore our own land better and tell stories closer to home and lastly the pressure on the directors these days is very high right from writing which in itself is a nightmare given today's cancel culture <laughs> uh to planning out and executing marketing campaigns for the film's promotion the director unfortunately is responsible for everything in kfi uh, they are expected to even respond to media about uh, the film's uh, box office collections and so on and so forth with all this pressure and most directors still being writers as well there is little time for directors to hone their skills and sort of that shows in the films they make unfortunately right so they need some pressure needs to be eased off of them so that they get time to you know take a relook at their own craft hone their skills and uh, try to achieve some sort of an excellence or mastery right while i understand it's all <laughs> easier said than done as a regular kannada film viewer i hope at least some of these changes will happen 
absolutely more of original and fresh content and also focusing on you know the value of promotions right balancing that aspect with everything else of uh, movie making is also vital and more rooted stories stories of our own lands with universal themes will kind of help kannada film industry so thank you so much sir it was an eventful year we had our highs and lows the kannada film industry and we hope that the next year will have more highs and you know less negatives so yeah it was great talking to you karam sir about how the industry kind of experienced 2021 thanks to you vivek for sort of inviting me Uh, to this one and thanks to all the listeners of dh radio hope uh, this conversation was worth your while thanks thank you so have a good day and that's all we have for you today to keep you updated on all things news and views head straight to deckneral.com